sit back and relax while I listen to Train Kickers podcast. I'm Dave, and along with my co-hosts Stan and Steve, we're taking all around the world of miniature wargaming. On tonight's episode, we get to the final Legion for Horse Heresy, so we're going through the Alpha Legion. That means at this point, once this is released, we've at least talked about every Legion. We've done almost all the Rites of War. We were able to record the Alpha Legion Rites of War with it, so that's going to release on Saturday at the time of this recording. It's the 20th of October. Um, we still have to go back and do the word bearers as well as Raven Guard. Although through our discussion last night, we might save Raven Guard for the moment because one of their rights of war, they can take units that essentially just don't have rules yet. And we'd like to have that before we talk about it because it gives a more informed discussion. Otherwise, we'd honestly really have to go back and re-record it. Um, this means that to this point, we can actually now talk about some other things or kind of branch out from where we're going to go. And I believe we have that conversation actually on the end of the podcast where we talk about that. All right. And now on to the show. All right. And on tonight's recording, we are going through the last and final Legion that has uh, unfortunately eluded us for quite some time to be able to get to. But we're going through the 20th ah. Legion tonight. <laughs> what? Yeah. A little, little pun intended there. Um, the Alpha <laughs> Legion. Just as we've done for all the other legions, we are going to be going through everything about them. We'll be doing the Rights of War in a separate video that I hope releases shortly after this. We got a little bit behind on releasing a few of those, but we're going to get to those. Um, as well as the Primarch, we're going to be saving for a little bit, but we will be getting back to the Primarch as well. All right. Um, so at this point then, Dan said that he would take the fluff because this was one of the legions he was going to start before he decided just, not to do such a thing. Technically, I did start because I bought You them, bought some stuff and then, and then sold you sold it. it. You sold it the day it came in. Yes, I'm I not counting that. <laughs> so the 20th legion, probably, in my opinion, one of the more cooler ones, mostly because technically they're traitor. I mean, in the 40K verse, they're traitor, obviously. Um... But during the Horus Heresy, they were very much... They're There's weird. a book that explains it. The book Legion explains it. Yeah, explains it. I don't, wanna, I don't, I don't know if I should spoil it. It's so old that I could spoil right, it, I guess. It, so keep it to a minute. Exactly. And if someone so, cares, skip a minute forward. No, no, don't even worry about it. I won't even spoil it. But point is, Alpha Legion, they're kind of their legion trait or their legion thing is that they are they are co covert conspiracy kind of uh i wouldn't say backstabbing but plans within plans within cogs within cogs kind of planning way ahead of time um these guys are the informants these guys are the spies um and they even have models to represent as such like the saboteur um these guys technically sided with the war master so technically, but there were some that actually went loyalist. Um, it's honestly, their pursuant is their own goal, is essentially what it is. Um, what's really cool about these guys, though, is that they also have two Primarchs. Um, or do they? No, <laughs> but they have two Primarchs. They have Alpha, uh, Farius, uh, and Omegan. Uh, we're not sure which one died, um, because it's, again, very much like we're not sure. But the cool lore behind that is that he literally hides with his um his Marines. Like he's not tall tall like the Primarchs. He's not flashy like the Primarchs. He's kind of just a he blends in. It's the whole entire joke or the meme of I am Alpharius. It's they're just it's lying it's lying, obfuscation, just plans within plans. That's that's essentially their legion. Dan didn't want to spoil the book, but I will. So if it matters to you, skip a minute ahead. 
Um, in the book Legion, I mean, th- there's tons of story, but I won't go through that. But they say that at the end, they find out through seers and, 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 and mystics and all that kind of stuff that essentially if the emperor wins that the the 40k universe is going to be what it is essentially destitute and destroyed and awful but if horus wins shortly after some amount of time after i forget how long they said but essentially he's going to hate what has happened and he's going to destroy humanity which is what's going to destroy the chaos gods uh for for all intents and purposes so they side at least from that vantage point out of the book that they side with Horus not because they believe in his vision but because it is in their mind the best path for humanity um okay so that gives us a little bit of their background we can go on to their traits because they technically have two um i think i'll take the first one just because it's short and it's very simple and then i think you guys might have more to say about the other one so um I'll start here with this one then. So their first trait is lies and obfuscation. So a model with this special rule is always considered to be two inches further away than it actually is when you measure the range to it from any model for the purposes of shooting, charging, or reactions declared by an enemy model or unit. Um, it's cumulative with any other modifiers to range imposed by special rules, such as night fighting or war gear and all of that. So essentially whatever distance they are it's always two further is what you're doing as it says it stacks with night fighting so night fighting says you can't shoot beyond 24 unless you know you have certain war gear or special rules which means if you were 23 inches away from them they're counting you as 25 you're outside of that range um it says for charges as well so your charges are always two more that you need to make um this is one of the more subtle um legion traits i think overall but it is exceptionally strong um you know it's not a big distance there's absolutely cases where this is meaningless if you have your big guns you know your big guns usually have plenty of range that's not going to matter it matters for i think a lot of spots such as getting into rapid fire ranges your charges um some special reactions or reactions in general because some people's reactions require you to be within say 10 inches if you're an imperial fist to be able to do their charge back or 12 inches sort of thing when you're uh, a space wolf doing this side of the other thing. Some people's reactions care about distances, so that makes a huge difference. Certain weapons care, and then obviously charging is more difficult otherwise. I don't know if anyone has any further thoughts. I mean, no, it's just, I've seen this, I've, I mean, one of my favorite things is difficult terrain. People are like, oh, you know, it's minus two to charge through difficult terrain, right? Yeah. But no... Uh, this is now minus four with them, which is a big thing. Um, oh, yeah. That's like for, basically yeah. deleting one die off the roll. Yeah. Statistically, it's a little better than just dropping a die off the roll. It reminds me of, um, I know in 40K, I don't know if they still have this. I haven't played, God, I haven't played Custodians in 40K in a long time. I think a year now. But they used to have a strategy called Tanglefoot, which was just remove a D6 from the charge distance. And if you rolled a four or better, it was really good because it was like that was a good four inches away from their charge. So this is just – you don't roll. It's just straight. If you're in difficult terrain, it's a minus four to charge, which is – that's nuts. <laughs> that's insanity. Oh, but it gets better because this stacks with um, Shroud Bombs. Oh, yeah. Yes. Which is obviously a war gear piece that – you know they want to have you know yes. and anything that can obscure and do all that kind of stuff is something they absolutely want oh yeah. an eight inch range differential is insane when it comes to rapid fire or with melt multi melters it's just at any just yeah. insane yeah. i didn't even think about melty guns yeah 
Absolutely. All right. As we said, they have two parts there. Sorry, there's a little of an awkward pause where um, Zencaster is a little more sensitive than uh, what we normally use. They do have a second part. Who wants to take that? You know I'm all about the treachery. Do it. You are about the treachery. Tell us about the rewards. <laughs> why it's a good thing to be so treacherous. Oh, yeah. Well, you see, when you uh, have the rewards of treachery, someone else is treacherous and you reap the rewards. Um, essentially, this rule boils down to this. You pick a Space Marine Legion that's not Alpha Legion. You go, I'm going to take the Space Marine Legion and I'm going to go through its units. I'm going to pick one of its non-unique but specific to Legion units. I'm going to add it to my Alpha Legion army and replace the um, original Legion's rule with the Alpha Legion rule. So, as an example, if you took a unit of Fire Drakes from the Salamanders, right? You'd say, you know, my, you know, my, uh, my little Alpha Legion cell has infiltrated the Salamanders. Um, they got a bunch of guys in the um, the Fire Drakes to sign on. They're like, yeah, man, you know, I love, I love just scale. Take the really cool. Like, oh, great, we got some scale covered armor. Let's be friends. They're like, yeah, man. Um, they would lose the Salamander rule that says they reduce um, the to wound roll for basically the heat weapons. They lose that rule. Um, they would not be Salamanders as far as their specific Legion advanced reaction. But what they will instead have is the minus two inch range for Alpha Legion. Or, you know, minus two for all distances measured towards them. Yeah. On some units, this works fine. Because it's like, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll give up the plasma protection to have a three-up invulnerable save Alpha Legion beat stick. Fuck yeah. Other units, I can't think of the top of my head, but some units really need their Legion rules to function. And losing them is an issue. I, I, I think immediately to some of the more assault-style Legions, when I think of, say, World Eaters, Blood Angels, ones like that. Because their trade is specifically designed to... I want to assault in, and my trait's making me better in assault. This trait that they have doesn't make you better in assault. You might be harder to assault, cool, but it doesn't make you better in assault. And let's face it, for some of those units, some of the points you might be paying for special units is because of the Legion they're in. You know, you take out, you know, a, a, a unit from, you know, say, World Eaters, and you put it in here. They might not be appropriately costed anymore. They might be overcosted because the bonuses just don't apply anymore. The things that they actually want. So, um, I so I, I have not played. No, actually, I did play against Alpha Legion once, but that was a while back in a small points game. What and what do we feel Alpha Legion is lacking for you guys who might be a little bit more um, experienced with them? What are they lacking? Like what? If you're an Alpha Legion player, and we can do a bit of this at the end as yeah. well, that's better spot. What, what is it they need? Is there anything so, particular? Just like you can splash in what seems cool. In my opinion, and mostly because you can also use the advanced reaction with someone that you steal from another Legion, I okay. feel like they need close combat. A lot of their units, and we'll talk about their units later, of course. A lot of their units are geared to either sniping out some specialized characters, or or just holding an objective, like. Okay. They need something that is able, they need like a front, they have good second line units, they need like a good front line unit. I know the okay. go-to is Fire Drakes, but honestly, Fire Drakes, or even um, oh, that stupid Imperial Fist unit that... Uh, Huskarls? Um, Huskarls, yeah, Huskarls yeah. would be great. Um, something that can like be in front and be a distraction card effects. 
to use an old 40k term to be a distraction card effects okay so so off of at least for the moment we're thinking you know you probably want more of a melee unit rather than a ranged unit um okay i was i was just curious we um yeah, maybe when we get to the end the final thoughts maybe we can all now then we'll have went through it we'll talk all about it maybe then we'll all pick one unit that we think would be a very good option to take mm, but i think I, maybe we'll wait till we kind of get through it all so we see everything there okay um that gives us also the words for treachery, which originally I marked on my notes to say separate, but I'll just combine that. Why not? Um, I think that puts Dan for oh, advanced, yeah. the advanced reaction. reaction my possibly, possibly my favorite advanced reaction in the whole. Uh, Didn't even know a... that still lets you do it. <laughs> so uh, this is an advanced reaction that can be made once per battle during the shooting phase when any enemy player declares a shooting attack targeting a friendly unit under the reactive player's control, composed of entirely Alpha Legion models. So this can also be people that you stole. Um, or borrowed. Borrowed. <laughs> Drive it like you stole it. <laughs> uh, before resolving the shooting attack, the unit targeted by the shooting attack may be redeployed. To redeploy the unit, the controlling player selects at one model from the unit making this reaction and place it anywhere within 12 inches of its original position and then scatters the model d6 and if the scatter roll would place the model within a passable terrain a building or within one inch of a model or fortification or off the edge of the battlefield and the model has moved the short it's basically a drop pod it moves the shortest distance uh, placed free of all obstacles within the bounds of the battlefield once this model is placed all of the models from the reactor unit may be placed anywhere within six inches of that model at least one inch away from enemy models and of course the unit coherency any models that cannot be placed must be removed as casualties. Once the redeployment is complete, the active player may resolve their shooting attack as normal. However, if the shooting attack is no longer valid, you cannot choose a select, a different target uh, 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 to shoot. They lose that yeah. shooting. So basically, to, to essentially recap all those words, um, you get elected to get shot. Are you selected to get shot? You take one model, place them 12 inches anywhere away from its original position. Roll a D6 and a scatter using basically drop pod rules is basically what it is, I think. I'm pretty yeah. sure the drop pod is the same exactly. Yeah. Yes, using drop, drop pod, pod rules. When you figure out the final location, place them all within – it has to be within six inches of the model and also uh, within a, a one inch away from someone and also in unit coherency. And then if you're not seen anymore, too bad, so sad, you can't be shot. Yeah, this is uh, – this, this is – this is – this is a reaction. <laughs> I've seen this used um, pretty effectively on multiple times. Um, I saw this used against the World Leaders player. Uh, when the World Leaders player shot the Lernian Terminators, he was going to charge with like a Land Raider to just kind of thin them out, which is normal. You know, you want to kind of insta-kill them out, right? He goes, nope, and just literally made the charge impossible for the world leaders. And then he just char and then he shot them and charged them and wiped it out. I saw this used uh, to um, great effect with like I think it was like a twenty man tactical blob, um, and he just kind of placed them behind a line of sight blocking piece of terrain, and they just were saved from that. This is so. Tr I saw this used when uh, someone stole. Uh, that Blood Angel unit, the really cool one, um, Crimson Paladins. The, the, the they are one shields. of them, yes. Yeah, the, the ones with swords and shields. He he, and he just basically used it to basically get on an objective. 
So the person wasn't on an objective yet. And he goes, oh, great. And he placed like five of those guys on an objective because he was going to try. It was just, it's so good. It's so good, in my opinion. Anyway, that's just my rant. <laughs> All right. Uh, any thoughts on it, Steve? I mean, I, I think you guys covered it. Okay. That's fine. No, this one. Excuse me. No, this one is actually very, very good. When we think of the other reactions, you know, th there's several people who have reactions related to in your shooting phase, maybe I get to charge you to something like that. This may not do that, but it absolutely can get you out of harm's way or just also set you up well. And the fact that it's a 12 inch move, yeah, it's a six inch scatter, but you're not going to necessarily get hurt from that. Um, if you If you want this to do a lot for you, it can probably make it so you can't be shot depending on what they're shooting at. Or, you know, I, I could even see using this offensively on a certain unit just to get them closer to where their goal is instead. Yep. Rather than, you know, I'm trying to make sure I don't get hurt. I'm, I'm not worried about your guns anyway. You're just trying to plink off shots. I'm going to get closer. I'm going to get to the spot because, <laughs> you know, I'm set up for you know, this, that, or the other thing, whatever it may be. But I, I think it's a really good one. Imagine if you're a, if you're a Dark Angel... Um... Those the 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 they're elite, the elite terminators that you Shinobium. guys get. Shinobi. Imagine if Shinobi just popped up another twelve inches forward. Yeah. <laughs> like, to yeah, to just, me, since since you're talking about the idea of wanting to take a dedicated assault unit potentially as your choice, I even see this as as using it offensively rather than defensively. Yep. Because one, I mean, if they're shooting at you with a weapon that is really going to say be doubling out terminators, yeah, okay, I'll try and hide. But if they're not. I might just want to get closer. I'm fine with getting into the combat. You get some extra attacks, but at least I'm where I want to be. It's got utility. So, or I'm threatening something else. And don't it's forget, got utility, which I like. It's a scatter roll, so Nuncio boxes yes. can re-roll it. Oh, yes. very true. If someone and another unit has line of sight, repeats the first guy, oh, he went the wrong direction on the scatter, try again. So potentially yep. go 18 inches if the dice really like you in the direction you want to go. Wee! Or, you know, at least you're Closer to the 12 you wanted. Yeah. All right. And it's um, any guy in the unit you start from, too. So if, like, you know, one guy is towards the front and you want to go forwards, one guy is towards the yes. back, you want to go backwards. So you could. You have play I with mean, this. You have a lot of play with this. Yeah. Yeah. This, because this feels you could to me... slingshot a unit stupidly aggressively, just string yeah. them forwards. It feels to me like this is one where you don't mind saving for a while because your opponent's always going to shoot you. Or your opponent at some point stops shooting you entirely. You're probably doing well if they're not shooting you at all. But you don't mind saving it because it's okay if this doesn't, you know, make it because, you know, it saved a few guys in the unit. But maybe this makes it, because they said, right now, a lot of times it's end game scoring for things. You shot at me, now I can get closer to my scoring spot. Or I was mispositioned for something. You happened to take some shots at me. I was able to get into a better position. Um, I, I think this one is fine if you are waiting most of the game to use it and just, hey, now it could be good. So, all right. Um, that takes us through multiple things, but that puts us on to the Warlord traits now. Now, unfortunately for you, Steve, they don't they don't have a traitor one. So you're going to have to choose... Yeah, you're going to choose whichever one you think is the most traitor. So they have I don't know if you know this, Dave, by the way. Of course not. Their Primarch is also not traitor. I should point yeah. out. Yeah. Oh, no, that makes sense. I completely, <laughs> I completely understand that. That's the whole idea. It's so it's, great. I it, love it's, it. You know, kind of straight down the middle. Like you, you're not supposed to know what they're actually doing yeah, or why I they're doing it. it. I do love it. It makes me so smile. 
Um, but the first one's loyalist, so I'm going to choose that one because it's loyalist. Um, even even though some of the stuff I play isn't, but I'm going to choose it anyway. Um, so you have to be loyalist for this one. This is the Mobius configuration. Uh, an army whose warlord has this trait counts any allied detachment that has any version of the Legion of Stardust X special rule as though it had the fellow warriors level of alliance, regardless of the variant of the Legion of Stardis X special rule it has. Units from the allied detachment that are removed as casualties do not score victory points for the opposing player, regardless of the mission in play. And if all models were, sorry, if all models that were part of the allied detachment have been removed as a casualty at the end of the battle, the controlling player gets a victory point. No, are you laughing to yourself over there? I am. It's, it's so okay. sorry. That's all right. I can totally hear. It. Remember, this thing picks it up better than the other That's one. That's right. Does. I'm just laughing at the the victory That's all right. thing. Yeah, no, this one is actually pretty good though. Um, no unit in the allied detachment may make a reactions of any kind, but the first unit in the primary detachment to make a reaction each turn does not use a point of the controlling player's reaction allotment. So um I'll handle the last part first, because that one's nice and simple. Um, first of all, you have to have an ally for this. It doesn't work if you don't have allies. Rather than the standard, you get an extra reaction in a blank way. Your ally is never allowed to react, but you get one bonus reaction in, the, in per round, and it's your first one used is a bonus. So whenever you use it, that is the bonus. So you could have two in the movement phase if the first one you use is movement phase. So you don't get to choose when um, exactly. So um the fellow warriors level of alliance is that the one where you can join each other and everything's happy yep. go lucky yep okay that's what i thought i just wanted to be sure so no matter where on the chart you are we consider ourselves to be best friends um it doesn't matter if you die but if all of you die then i get victory points for it so i'm essentially Sorry, not the highest tier, the second highest tier. Sorry, second highest. Okay, second highest tier. So, can't join your units, but essentially for all other purposes, we don't hinder each other. Is that what that tier essentially does? Um, so... Books well, the there. highest they have as an option is fellow warriors anyways. The highest that Alpha Le most trust Alpha Legion will ever get is this right... Um, Oh, okay, War, they don't have uh, any battle War brothers. Tree. Yeah, they have no sworn brothers. <laughs> so at this level, it's on page thirteen of the. Um, Thank Libra you. Book there we go. Look. Um, they're not part of the army, but they can't be targeted by your own units. Um, they don't get benefits of allied warlord traits. They cannot be joined by allied independent characters, and are not counted on the units or special abilities. They fight alongside each other, with, alongside with no positive or negative effect. I like that you... they are scoring if they were scoring before. Distrusted is when you lose the scoring. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't join. Basically, you just have two armies. I mean, I like the fact that you don't get victory points for killing them. Because I, if I'm not mistaken, someone can correct me here, I believe that every single mission has a version of the attrition rule. Whether it's D3 victory points, or you get a victory point for each unit that you kill... Or you get a victory point if you just lost, or or, or you um, have more remaining. Had, have more remaining. Yes, whatever that's it is, standard it's secondary. A, yeah, it's a, that's a it's, it changes, but it's standard secondary. So if you have allies, you seriously, your opponent is really not getting that victory point, and you are also gaining a victory point if you just lose everyone. I think this also, in my opinion, also not forces you, but really makes you want to take melee units because you can't. 
stop a melee from happening, if that makes any sense. Like, I can't yeah. not swing on you. So no. it's kind of making me want to take melee units so that if they die, okay, haha, it was part of my plan. Now I get a victory point. Yeah. I, I do think this one is very cool. I do, th well, I mean, obviously, I have different allies, and I, I, I have no problem with allies. I think that's an, uh, a nice thing to have in the game. Um, I think it's a nice bonus that you get the victory point. I think the bigger thing is that they don't count against you. Um, I mean, let's face it, depending on how big your allied attachment is, assuming your allied attachment has like more than like the bare minimum, you actually threw some stuff into it. Um, losing your ally, like, oh yeah, I gave you a point for killing your ally, but you have so much less army now. Like I, I could see that being a thing still, but this one, honestly, yeah, I just feel this one's actually very cool. Um, I'm curious to see if the other ones are better or they, they at least have to be more versatile because this one's not very versatile. They're, they're if you don't take allies versatile. or you don't bring other armies, because remember, you could always, already put in a unit. So their requirement of allies or their desire for allies is much less because you already get to splash in that one nice cool unit that you might have done an ally just to get before. So that does mean you could actually have up to three armies worth of units in your army, which is nutty. I, you even if you don't take allies, you still get the reaction thing, which is interesting. It's flexible. Yes, it is very flexible. But you will miss the allied detachment a bit, at least yeah. a little. You get you still get something out of it, but I think you definitely want um, allies. Absolutely, because the, the problem with the reaction part is it's nice. But if I'm like, ooh, I kind of really want it for shooting, I guess I don't get to make any movement reactions this, this round then. Yeah, but if you need it for shooting, odds are you probably weren't needing it for movement, generally. True. Um, I just, I, I like when it's full flexibility or prescribed. When you kind of give me this, then I might be making certain decisions off of wanting it for later. And if I'm saving, if, if, you know, again, we, you have to always assume your opponent is a smart person as well, or at least hopefully you're playing against smart people. I mean, which means, th which means it, they see you like, oh, they got. I know I have really good shooting units. I know he's going to want to save it for that. Okay, so I can just move how I want. I can try to bait it out, or I can do what I want, and I know he's not going to do anything about it. Or oh, I'm kind of set up for a lot of charges. Um, he's going to want it for for the assault phase because it's small shots. Okay, I can do maybe a little bit more. Um, it's up to you guys who wants to do which one is more traitorous. I'll do Hydrant ex Excursor because I have a nice little combo with this one. Excursor's not a word. I, 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 I guess not, that makes me a method? master of lies. No, no, that's fine. It's just that's definitely I don't think an actual well, excursor's word. A word. Okay, what's it mean? It means skirmisher, scout, or spy. You just looked that up, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Wait, All right. I don't. I don't. Technology. I don't like That's true. I was actually starting to look it up then, but you just found yeah, it. Like, it's I just. A, it's, it's also, by the way, not a very used word. No, Holy it's not. Ever, I. So it's. I guess it's you know sort of a route towards um, excursion. Okay, excursion, I can kind of see yeah. that, but I. I. It's still dumb. All right. Be <laughs> the master of lies that you are, Steve. Yes. So. Um, if your ruler has this trait, at the start of the battle, once all the players have deployed all their units, including infiltrators and scouts, and after seize the initiative, um, select up to three units under your control. 
you redeploy them anywhere you are legally allowed to deploy them, but they cannot be put into the special reserves, only basic reserves. So no yeah. entering deep strike assault, drop pod assault, subtraining assault, flanking assault, none of that. You can walk on from your table edge if you want to move into reserves. I do not believe this lets you bring things out of reserve. Um, no. I would say no, because you're redeploying. Um, yeah, select up to three units under their control. So it may be redeployed. It would have to specifically... Yeah, okay, it, it says it right there. You may not bring them out of reserves. Yeah, I was going to say... The, okay, the, good. Yeah. Okay, I, was, I didn't so, even yeah. notice that line. But it, if it didn't sp explicitly say you could come out of reserves, then absolutely not. But yeah, it does say you cannot. Yep. Yeah, so good. you I'm, cannot I'm bring things that out only then. Yeah. Because that could always get like really, dude. You're gonna keep that giant thing. I should also that can't be perfect counter and... subterranean flanking. Yeah, none of that. Yeah, yeah. No, and uh, that's good. It's good that they don't. Because otherwise, you'd have a thing where a person puts down some units that they obviously are like, well, I'm gonna see what you do and decide what type of special assault they go into. If you go near the edges, I'll make them flanking. If not, oh, these guys cost a deep strike instead. It avoids un unequal shenanigans. Yep. Which is Still the least funny. fun kind. Uh, redeploy is still great I, so oh, absolutely yeah, if you play out, yeah. like even the slightest bit competitive 40k you will yeah. know how much a redeploy can save oh my work. god so many times always spend that cp on that relic for redeploy <laughs> if you have it yeah and, uh, and then finally just so i make sure i get it in there you get a bonus move and phase reaction yeah um One this is the, amazing at least nice but yeah so far, I mean, the first one only works if you have people. On, yeah, it truly, yeah. only works if you have an ally. This one just works all the time. Well, you're it's gonna like better if you deploy first. I think much better, just because it lets you really like capitalize on it as a counter deploy tool. I mean, you still have it if you deploy second in case they have infiltrators and scouts, but it's not as huge. Yeah, mm. and it's after the seas roll, which is interesting. Yes. So, you know, you deploy first, or, or, you know, you deploy second, but then they seize. Or no, you deploy first, they deploy second, they seize. You're like, oh, well, you're going first, and you could move out of the way. So even yep. if you uh, go second, there's use. That's my exact thought. Um, it is obviously better if you get to put your army down first to an extent, because you're also set up to be going first. And either one, they seize on you. Ooh, I can move you know, my asset that's in a really bad spot because I thought I was going first and I'll get blown off the board. Or I set up second, I've figured out that I've seized and now I can position myself better because I know I get to go immediately. I mean, deploying second and not seizing is the worst case of this, but, you know, this one is just fun at least and there's a lot of ways it can be good. All right. Dan, tell us about this word yes, that I thought was fake but turns out is real. I do like this like one. it. So, um, a warlord with this trait must select any one variant of the Legion of Stardust X special rule other than Legion of Stardust Alpha Legion at the start of the battle um, before any models are deployed. The warlord and any unit he joins gains a bonus of plus one to hit all to hit rolls made against models with the chosen variant of Legion of Stardust X special rule, and you make an additional reaction during the shooting phase. So, essentially, your warlord and the unit he he joined now have a plus one to hit roll. This means in shooting, and this also means in combat. Um, this is just all around good. A plus one to hit is great. 
especially if you're in a shooting unit. Um, but if you're in a melee unit, this is also very, very good. Um, you know, all of a sudden your 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 weapon skill four terminators are hitting on threes versus fours, or maybe they might be hitting on twos. Uh, uh, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> they might be hitting on twos all of a sudden. Scary thought. Um, no, nah, it's just a good warlord trait. Very simple, very good. Dud. <laughs> it's it's probably in in actuality. It is the best of the three from a numbers perspective, um, because it's always going to work. Against a purely plastic army. Exactly. Yeah. The master of lies may or may not help you. The first one requires allies to really make it work. So, so this overall is the best. It's sort of the least fun. So if you're going for fun, the first two, I think are a lot more fun and a lot more um, interesting. But this one is just good overall. Whatever you put him in, you know, your your opponent is going to mostly be one army, one legion. Um, the only thing that would be weird is obviously if they were something else. If they were playing, say, Mechanicum, something like that, because then they don't have the legion starting special rule. Yep, or demons, or or solar mm-hmm. militia, or solar auxilia militia custodies. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, if you're going to an event and people have play tons of that, yeah, I, w- I would avoid this one then. Because that might be a bit too much of an ask to um, ignore something quite that big. Exactly. Uh, all right. All right. Overall, they were all nice, though. We didn't have any that oh, we yeah. hated, which is, is good. We've had some where we really think some are garbage. All right. Um, that puts us to their war gear. They have three things. There are three people. It's like It's like GW designed this book for us, but they still made us pay money for it. Um, does anyone have something in particular they would like to talk about I mean I've done all the bolters so far so I'll take the paint strike bolter I was going to say you should you know what I'll take take the shank stick because it is is funny I I, I have when I played Alpha Legion in 1.0 it really didn't change much but it it, it changed a lot one of the major reasons reasons you took this changed so I'll t- uh, power daggers. Power daggers uh, can be given to any uh, character unit subtype for five points. So it's a quick five points, slap it on them. It can be sergeants, it can be anyone. Uh, power daggers are melee weapons. They're power weapons as well, sorry. Strength three, AP three, sudden strike, breaching five up. Uh, they're not specialist weapons. And I always forget, which one is a specialist weapon, a power fist or a chain fist? Yes. Oh no, oh, no, Power Fist, Power Fist. Yeah, Power, power Fist or Specialist. That's right, Chain Fist or not. Okay, that's yeah. I, I always forget which one. So, um, you can Stay no longer in, do the breaking Power the game Dagger. With Dan. Yeah, I know. You can no longer take the Power Dagger, Power Fist combo and gain, gain an attack, which does kind of suck. But on the flip side, this is kind of hilarious in a challenge, and I've seen it happen, where a sergeant challenge another, challenges another sergeant. I mean, you are fishing for fives, which does suck. But you're hitting on fours, and if you get that one five through, you shank the sergeant before he smacks you with a power fist. Um, which is quite funny. Uh, it's five points. I was, is it mandatory? No. No, absolutely not. Fun? Is it if you <laughs> have extra points? Don't. No, no, no. If you have extra points, like five or ten points, sure, slap it on him. 
Because if you have a non-specialist weapon, I, I can't remember which ones are specialist and, and non-specialist. Okay, ready um, for uh, Dan Breaks the Game? Yeah. Chain fists are non-specialist. Yes. So if you have a Terminator Sarge with a chain fist, you just go, yeah, five points of extra attack, done. Yeah, exactly. Yep. It's a five point extra, exactly. Um, it, like I said, is it a mandatory five points? No. Is right. it if you have some laying around or you maybe want to give an extra attack to a chain fist sergeant? <laughs> Absolutely. Or, or to a, uh, what's it called? To like a librarian with a force weapon in Terminator Force armor. weapons are not specialists. Are Paragon Blade specialists? They are, yes, right? they are. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. But there's yeah, no, still a just... lot of weapons or like weapon platforms where you struggle to find that offhand weapon. This is that offhand weapon. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I... still slapping on a sergeant. If, if you're going against a tactical squad and he has a, your opponent has a power fist and you just have a power sword, power swords aren't specialists, are they? Nope. Power swords are not specialists. No. Oh, but so they also pair sword. with bolt pistols. So you don't have to worry about that. You'd be taking the yeah, sudden no, strike with this one. Yeah, the sudden strike, you hit an initiative five, you're breaching five up. Again, you're fishing for that five. But hey, if you get that five on what, three attacks have you charged? Now, sudden strike is the turn you charge only, right? Yeah. Uh, I will okay. Check I would assume so. Because reach okay. is always duelists' edges in a challenge. Then I think yeah, so sudden strike charge. is on the charge. Okay. Right. Now, now I'm going to have scroll to check. Down. I'll scroll, we don't, I'll, I'll scroll we don't... down. I got it. I got it. Okay, you I have check. a cheat sheet. Yeah, because I have All a cheat sheet, so. That's fine. Uh, um, s- scroll quietly. You don't have to go um that, while you're scrolling. Oh, you're I was going to say, there's no way you hear my mouse. And it yes. is when you charge. No, we don't hear the mouse. We hear you talking while you oh, think. Okay. It That's is when you hear. charge in a combat. Okay. okay. Um, it, as long as it's not your primary weapon, I'm fine with it. I, I guess on like your tax squad sergeant, if you want to give him something that's AP3, a lot of times what he's going to be hurting will be AP2 because of the breaching. But if you want to give him AP on a weapon, this is cheaper than his other options. I'm fine with it there. Or if you're using it to double up to get that extra attack out of someone's, like, say, a chain fist or something like that. But uh, otherwise, so it is dumb. No, we haven't talked about them yet. But there is one of the special units they have, the Head Seekers. Um, or Head Seekers, Jesus Christ. The Head Hunters um, are all armed with these, period. Oh, that's so gross. Enti- yeah, the entire unit has them natively. And they're not that expensive for them. So it is like if the entire unit has it and they're all swinging. Okay. That is pretty hilarious. It, it's so it's just, hilarious that they want to get you in a knife fight. I'll get to that. I'm not going to say it's good, but <laughs> they want to put you in a knife Listen, fight. It, 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 it kind of makes you think like, okay, sure. They're strength three, but if they're going to toss at me, if they charge, let's see, there's five of them, 15 attacks. And if any of those are fives on the wound, it's AP two. <laughs> that, that, that does get kind of yours. Like, <laughs> it, it, it's a thing, but I'm, yeah. eh, that's okay. <laughs> All right, Steve, what about these special bolters? All right. Special bolters rubbing it in once again, that I cannot have shrapnel bolts in a combi bolter. So, independent character Alpha Legion models may exchange a bolter for a Bane Strike bolter or a combi bolter for a Bane Strike combi bolter for five points each. Additionally, a Seeker squad may replace their Kraken bolters for Bane Strike bolters at no cost, and Legion veterans that are uh, Alpha Legion may swap them out for two points a model. Um, what do we get? We get a bolt weapon with an 18 inch range, strength 5, AP 4, rapid fire, breaching 6 up. 
And on the combi bolter, it is also twin linked. Would you ever use this on your seekers? Because you never, actually run seekers. Never, because they have a breaching four up option <laughs> with a longer okay. range. So why? Why? Okay. Because, Are they just doing it because like every yes. every legion has the option? Just so you can okay. thematically say they all have my legion special ammo. Okay. Honestly, yes. I would just I the way I would run the special ammo would say they gain this additional option on their list of rounds, but that's not how the addition set up, unfortunately. Okay. But that would make sense. I wish they did it that way. I will point out that the headhunters also have this, and it's kind of for free points wise. So that's well, also why. It, it's it's fine if you get it for free. Yeah. I have no problem if you get something for free. I care about if you're spending points on something or yeah. okay, it's a free swap, but if it's not if it's a free swap and it's not better, obviously don't do it. It's not better exactly. for seekers, so don't do it there. But yeah, if your unit comes with it, if they already got it, hey, you got it. What are you gonna do exactly. about that? It is, but, and I it's mean, preaching on a six is nice. Forward. Yeah. <laughs> so I think the grenades yeah, the other grenade is next. The funny one. Yeah, well, take the grenade. No, you got it. You got it. Go ahead. No, I. Oh, yeah, you're right. I you yeah, did. Yeah, I did. I, I, did, the, did, I did the shanky anymore. stick. I did shanky stick. I. Yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> I got too much things open here. I'm looking. Okay, venom spheres. Uh, is this like acid or something like yep, this? Yep, it's oh, essentially. No, just toxin. Yeah. Oh, it's they stole it from the, they stole okay. it from Xenos, which is great. Okay. Um, any model that is Alpha Legion Special Rule and the character unit subtype can take Venom Sphere for ten points per model. Um, this is the profile. Are you breathing into your mic now? No, my mic's like He's... off my mouth. And that was something. You're also a little bit far. Get a little bit closer. Just don't oh, get breathing okay. range. <laughs> um, Venom Sphere. So it's an eight inch range, strength one, assault six. So you you have six shots with it essentially. Uh, poison three up, and it's one shot. So you use it, it's gone. Um, I don't know how... I don't feel good about it for the fact that it is 10 points and I only use it once. Assault 6 is nice, but let's face it, you know, unless you're putting it on someone who has, you know, like, I don't know, Blizzard Skill 5, you're going to miss a few. Poison 3-up is nice, but it's, it's kind of, to me, it feels like a, a bit better of a bolter than I'm ever going to use once. Um... And very short range, because I have to get within eight inches. I would you don't... rather? Yeah. Go ahead. Would Would you rather take two power daggers or one venom spear? Are is are those my only options? Yes, I was gonna say if you had a choice between a venom okay. spear or two power daggers, what would you take? Okay. If If I had to take those, and I didn't get another choice of anything I actually liked, but if those are the things I had to do, I'd rather probably take two of the power daggers. Exactly. Um. You're going to get the extra attack because you have two of them. You have a good AP. You have an ability to breach. So you have an ability to essentially get the best AP you're probably going to need. Um, you're not going to hurt as much because you're only strength three. But they're not really going to get be getting saves as much. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Venom Spheres. I think they're just, they feel too expensive to me for what they do for a one shot. Yeah. You know, a, um, a combi melta maybe is expensive and it's a, like a one shot but it can do a lot you could destroy a tank with the thing this i might kill a, a guy or two again i could roll great i roll all six all of them wound. you fail every single save sure but that's not going to happen realistically that's not going to happen if it ever happens in your game 
that is so far outside the realm of the possibility of what should have occurred, you shouldn't even consider it. So, exactly. Uh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not thrilled with their armory, personally. I don't know. Maybe you guys have a rosier picture of it than I do. Um, no, I know not that, at all. Yeah, I, the special units <laughs> get it. For, special units get it for free. So, and that's, that's hey, why. if you get stuff for free, exactly. I have no problem. Just... You and for free. Okay, I if it. I understand why it's not free, but like on a unit where Venom Spheres are free, I'm I'm all about it. That sounds great then, because it's oh you're about to assault me in. You're nice and close. Hey, I got a I got better shot of putting some more wounds on you. Yeah, but if I'm having to pay ten points on a guy, I got better spots to put ten points. I'm already running out of points on things. All right, um, that finishes their unfortunately somewhat mediocre armory. Um. But they do have a centurion, a saboteur. Uh, does anyone? So th- between the saboteur and two squads, we essentially have three units. Does anyone have a favorite of which one to talk about? Does I someone want the, the saboteur? Remains or the head I hunters. kind of figured you would. Yeah, that's okay. I'll take the saboteur. Okay, go for it. So this is a fifteen-point upgrade to your centurion, not your terminators. For those who. Uh, aren't differentiating them. They are very different units. Yep. Um, so your Power Armor Centurion, for 15 points, may gain Infiltrate, Scout, and a new rule called False Colors, as well as the Skirmish Unit subtype. It can be your Warlord, and may not join any unit besides Seeker Squads and hunt Head Hunter Kill Teams. False Colors. A unit composed entirely of models with a special rule may not be targeted with a shooting attack by enemy unit, as long as the unit with the special rule has not made a shooting attack at any point in the battle. Once a unit or model with this special rule has made a shooting attack or successfully charged an enemy unit, including during a reaction, then the special rule has no further effect, nor does it restrict the enemy unit from char- uh, declaring charges against it. So it can be charged, but it can't be shot until it either shoots or ends up in melee. Am I reading that right? Uh, they cannot be shot... Yeah, but you you can be charged. Yes, there's nothing that stops it. All right. Yeah, because nor does it special. Excuse me. Uh, restrict the enemy from declaring charges. So you you, you can kind of walk around with impunity at a distance, but you get too close, you got a problem. Well, I have some good news for you. You also get melted bombs, breacher charges, and shroud bombs. So if they want to charge you, they have to roll big number. Yeah, that's a minus what eight to their charge. Um, just double checking that shroud affects charges. No, shroud does not affect charges. Oh, not affect charges. Okay. Nope. Still minus two. <laughs> and you can take um, a nemesis bolter for five points, no. which is very useful. Hold on, shroud when making a shooting attack, ranging attacking, and unit includes at least one is six inches further. Night yep. vision with and primark ignore it. In addition, barrage shroud bombs out of sight. Yeah, no, that works for close combat too. No. You count as being six inches further away. Oh, wait, no, sorry. Shooting attack. I can't shooting read. Attack. Shooting okay, attack. Okay, I was going to say. I can't no, read. <laughs> I was going to say, holy shit. <laughs> nah, that's all right. He's going to poof go. Um, I mean, honestly, I like him. It, give him a Melta combi Melta? Combi something? And just kind of walk him up the board, pop a tank, and then laugh? Well, I... You you potentially start having a problem if you're doing a melta because you get close enough I can come at you. True. Because remember I can't shoot you but I can charge you. 
Um, I kind of like him because he can take Seekers. I think he might be good even in a squad like that. Um, Headhunters, we haven't looked at. We'll see exactly what they do. I kind of like him in those squads because he's sort of a guaranteed way to get into good ranges. Like Seekers, you know, because he can take a, um, a what's it called? A Nemesis Bolter as well. Um, the Seekers might want to get within 24 to be able to do their cool stuff. He can get them there. They get there essentially very safely or headhunters headhunters the same sort of thing he is i think the only way to get shroud bombs into a seeker squad question mark because i know seekers don't get it natively recon do seekers don't and i always wish my seekers had it only way i know of unless there's some random character has has it but yeah um this is great i love it i would run it yes um, and it's cheap. 15 points is a really nice yeah. cheap upgrade for him, too. I mean, you can't get a bike or a jump pack, but, I mean, that's okay. Who cares? Yeah. When you can only go with those two types of units who don't have that, that's fine. I mean, he could go out on his own. Because remember, he false can. colors only matters if the entire unit has false colors. So yes. maybe he <laughs> he goes out on his own, does his thing, and then comes back and hides. Yeah, which is funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, so I didn't even think about the if the whole unit. Yeah. But the yeah, units the don't have unit, it. Correct. Oh, so it's he's only he only has that essentially if he is on his own then because they don't yes. have false colors. Yup. Oh, uh, I'm much less impressed. He's still very cool, but then he's kind of only good on his own. I kind of wanted to put him with a unit and thought. Yeah. The he question could is, do you want safe. to buff a unit or use him as a torpedo? Essentially, just kind of yeah. fire and forget. Um. He's very neat and fluffy, but I don't like him. Actually, much what's now. interesting is um, you can also, let's say, give him like, I don't know what a Centurion can take, but maybe Centurion give him like a little kind of close combat ability. Deploy him really close to the opponent's um, like a heavy support squad or something to the effect of, and they can't overwatch him. He just kind of goes in. Just tie him up. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And I think with Master of Lies, you could redeploy him into an infiltrate in theory. Because that's not I a reserve. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that would be fine. Yeah. And put him in front of a heavy support squad, walk him up the board. No one can shoot him. He's there waving a white flag. Then all of a sudden he goes, Hi. And he charges the heavy support squad. Flip into four centurions. I mean, centurions have a lot of options. So they're, they tend to be expensive. Because Centurions start cheap. But, I mean, you, you could give him, you know, some, some good different types of weapons and things like that. So, yeah. All right. I, I just nice finished skimming through the generic um, consoles. This good. is the only one that grants Shroud Bombs. Okay. So that's another thing. You might just like him because he can give you Shroud Bombs to your unit. I'd yeah. pay 15 points for that. No questions. Yeah. Yeah, Shroud Bombs are pretty nasty. All right. Um, that then is going to move us to the next unit. This is the Aaron Terminators that Dan wants to talk about. That uh, he's yes. going to talk about. Uh, huh? The most controversial unit. Yes. The no, five-man squad of Terminator Alpharius. Yeah, yeah, that he's going to talk about in a way that doesn't try to demean a bunch of other people. No, no, I'm not going to demean. It's just we got into yeah. we got into a tiff, and it's fine. So their name Terminators are 250. That's, I think, mid-ground, right? I always forget. That's mid-ground. Right? It, it's reasonably mid. Most most yeah. of them are 250. 
The average okay. special is it's 250. Always, it's always like 250, 275, 225. We saw some 220. Yes. Yeah. Most uh, of them are 250. All right. So these guys are elites. This is their specialized. They are weapon skill four, which is interesting for an elite Terminator squad, but we'll get to that in a second. Ballistic skill four, strength four, toughness four, two wounds. Uh, the leader is three wounds. He does have an extra wound, which is nice. Uh, and then from there, normal 8-9 leadership, initiative 4, attacks, it doesn't matter. So um, there are five of them in the unit. They are armed with Volkite chargers, power axes. The leader gets a Venom Sphere. So you have that free Overwatch if you want, six shot, poison three up, whatever. And they are in Cataphracti Terminator armor. They are heavy and they are line. This is native. This is not granted them by right of war. This is not granted them by anything. These are your these are natively line terminators. Um, they are they have all the normal terminator stuff, such as relentless, bulky, will not die, stubborn. They also have a special rule known as hydrant exemplars. We'll get to that in a moment. Uh, they're dedicated transport. Uh, they could take a land raider or a dreadclaw drop pod. Can is dreadclaw drop pod new? The terminators could take that, right? Am I crazy? No. Huh. Not always. Oh, so I'm it sure. depends. So yeah. your normal cataphracty squad can, but not all special Terminator squads ah, can. Good. Okay, yeah. That's why it popped up as like in my brain is like, oh wait, that doesn't At seem risk of telling a lie, I think none of the others can. Huh. It might be possible. I don't remember on anyone else. I only know for the That's why it's squad because I'm my head. on the page right now. I, it's popping up in my head. I don't think I've ever said or we've ever said Dreadclaw Drop, and I've done the Terminators mostly because I love yeah, Terminators. Not not yeah, that I recall. Not memory. I don't want to say for sure they don't, but I don't think that's necessary. So that's that's a yeah. neat choice. They could take a Legion Dreadclaw drop pod. So they can be in a drop pod assault. Um, of course, you, you can go up to 10 models. You can get a Spartan. Um, now, uh, and then it has, of course, the the, the normal dedicated transport stuff. Yes. Uh, you can take five additional Lernaean Terminators for 45 points each. This is where it also gets interesting. Now they can get a Heavy Flamer for five, Plasma Blast for 10, Volkite Culvern for 10. They can also take a Conversion Beam Cannon. So I'm very much split on this choice because Volkite Chargers are very short-ranged. Conversion Beam Cannon is, wants to be long-range, but you absolutely can take it for 15 points, and I would recommend it. Um... You can exchange the power axe for a power fist at, at 15 or a chain fist at 20. Now, the special rule hydrant exemplars, which is why I was mentioning before that this goes really well with the warlord trait. The controlling player uh, of a unit composed entirely of models with the special rule must select one variant of Legion to start as X special rule. At the start of the battle, before any models are deployed, all models in the unit with the special rule gain a bonus of plus one to hit against models with chosen variant of the Legion to start as X special rule. So... If I scroll up, Hydrant Excuser, Hydrant Excursor is a completely different rule that also yes, gives you a plus one to hit. So if you stick your Warlord with Hydrant Excursor in a unit of Lernaean Terminators with Hydrant Exemplars, you now have a plus two to hit with them. So a lot of people were... No. Why? Uh, hydrant Exemplars, a... The controlling player of a unit composed entirely of models with this special rule. If you put your leader in there, uh, the entire unit no longer has the special rule. Oh. Yep. I was Unless so someone much. else has it, but um, your characters do not. I'm looking at them oh, right now. Yeah, they don't no. have it. So, nope. 
in the arms of the age. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> oh, things things sometimes get worse when we oh, look at little details. Yep, so doesn't work. But still, okay. But still, plus one a hit for the entire unit is really good. It means that they're hitting on threes with their guns. It also means that they're hitting most of the time on threes. And if they're against even an elite unit, they're hitting the elite unit on fours and not fives. Yes. Which Although the elite unit is hitting you on threes. Yes, they are. But it's it's more of like I'm not dying as bad. <laughs> and I mean, um, they have it will not die, which most don't. I think only salamanders no. do. Yeah, you, really? you, you said oh yeah. you said common. That is not common. Huh. Uh, it will not die is exceptionally rare. And stubborn depends on the terminator, inexorable or stubborn uh, depend on special. It flips obviously. between the two. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Um, but yeah, no, yeah. I, I, this is a good beefy unit, 250 points. They are lined natively. I always go back and forth, literally, on either because you could also kind of there are ways to do it, but you can infiltrate them up. But you could you can um like I don't know. I, I, I always go back and forth on wanting them to go up towards an objective and using their Volkites, but then you kind of lose your conversion beam cannon ability a little bit. Or staying back, holding an objective, and using your Volt conversion beam cannon to great effect. Um, I always go back and forth on these guys, but I do like them. They're great. Um, Dave, I know we were talking, yeah. me and Dave were talking before the podcast about how the rule book only has, I think it's two objective missions. And then one of those objective missions is progressive score. The other one is at end of the game, right? Well, yes. well objective marker missions objective or, marker missions, or yes. missions that care about line. Because yeah. some care about line without markers. Don't forget that is true. That is true with the, the ones. So, oh, that's the one with you where you get to the opponent's uh, tight of yeah. carnage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially, um, what we were saying yeah. is that line off of book missions, line is not really exceedingly useful. You obviously need some, and it's going to come into play in spots, but it's not as as useful as you would like it to be, and it makes this a little bit less of a deal. Um, now, Dan, you were saying in a lot of events, they do progressive scoring. Essentially, they play yes, different Yes, they missions. do progressive scoring, or there's always an objective marker. on. Or line matters a lot more, if that makes any sense. Line yeah. will always matter a lot more. Um, that's, that's why originally you bought 30 of these guys. Yes, I did. Um, yeah. I don't know how the hell I was going to run. Was it like 2,000 points for 30? I can't even remember now. I can't remember my old list. Um if I'm not mistaken, I think there's a right of war that helps them a lot too. But the point of the matter is, it's just, they're a good unit. They're just a solid, good unit. People were complaining because I guess they went down a weapon skill four. I don't even remember, but people were complaining that they went down a weapon skill four and they should be weapon skill five because they're elite terminators. But in my mind, I'm like, I think they're good normally. You know, the two what? wounds and three wounds of the harrower is really great. Three um, wounds is so nice. Yeah, they, they pull it's out a lot so of shots. Nice. If, if you don't take the conversion beamers, I still think that's 10 shots out of five people at strength five. That's still hitting on threes. Because remember, or hitting on twos, twos sorry. Twos, because yeah. they, they, you've chosen the Legion. That's 10 yep. shots hitting on twos. I mean, hell, for Christ's sake, um, my my three Volkite Myrmidons put out, what, 12 shots on twos? And they they do work. You know, this is this is a good squad. I like them. Yeah, they got power axes. You might want um, to change some for power fist and chain fist, but power axes are not a bad deal. Uh, the power fist and chain fist is a tough one because they're very, very expensive. They're fifteen or twenty points each. I'm not um, saying all. 
No, no. I would yeah. put a chain fist on the Harrower and then say, yeah. I'm already this far in. Also get him the, the dagger because the chain fist is not specialist. So oh, that's right. Four yes. attacks on your chain fist on the squad sergeant. Yeah. That that is worth it there. I wouldn't do it on anyone else. I think you're just you're just gonna eat so many extra points and yeah. you're not gonna be gaining that much. I mean it okay, they tend to hit a little bit better than their weapon skill looks, which is nice, but their weapon skill being four a fine balance. I don't have a problem with that being the number, but it absolutely is going to mean that if they go against the wrong unit, it's going to not go nearly as well for them. Like they are going to struggle versus certain things. And that's why I bring the conversion beam cannon and you yep. make them blinded. You have a shot at it. Honestly, I think the conversion beamer, I would take that. Because remember, these guys are in cataphracty armor. They can't run and anyway. 15 points is shockingly cheap it's, when most of the Terminator weapon options are 20 points or so. Yeah. It is cheap. That's the normal, I should say, that's that's the normal 15 points. And it's, again, outside of 18, it's a strength 8 small blast. AP4, it's AP who gives a shit, but it's strength 8 small blast. Yeah. So uh, until you get close, you're not going to care about using your Volkite chargers anyway, and you can't run. So you have this guy go fire at the unit halfway across the board. You make yeah. sure they can't like react back and like destroy. It. Like I wouldn't fire at the last cannon well, remember, squad. You're two but... <laughs> inches away. Remember, you're two inches away. I should point out that the conversion beam canner here. I'll, uh, I think it's me... 72 inch range. Uh, yeah, the seventy-two. It's a, it's a I, I have. I already have it. Oh, you have it. All right. I was because I yeah. use it so much and I still uh, forget. Up to eighteen is strength seven, no AP. Eighteen to twenty. Eighteen to forty-two is strength nine AP four. Over forty-two Wait. to seventy-two is strength twelve AP one. The conversion beam cannon, not the head. Yeah, that's what I'm reading. Conversion beam cannon. That's what I read. They have better conversion beamers than than the conversion mech? beamer. So the conversion oh, beam cannon. And the heavy conversion beam cannon, the only distinction is the size of the blast. The heavy is a strength is a large blast. Have I so five inch conversion beam cannon is a three inch. Otherwise, the they are identical. Being hilariously like made fun of on YouTube. I have been playing the blast of strength eight. Not that it matters. Yeah, it uh, does. Strength eight doubles people out. That absolutely matters. No, 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 no. The small blast at uh, over eighteen. Over eighteen. Oh, oh, you've yeah, been saying he's been cheating himself out of the strength nine and the strength 12. That's right. Well, I never got you, past 42. I'm fine with you unintentionally yeah. self-nerfing. I've, I've never gotten past 42, but I've always thought that, oh, okay, interesting. I Okay, so the same strength. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. I learn every day. <laughs> Whoops. You do. <laughs> but the problem is you're learning from a thing that you're playing. It's one thing well, when we like realize and we read something like, oh. I don't think it's... anyone's going to complain that I was playing the conversion beamers at strength eight. You know what? Brett's gonna do it now. Brett's gonna be like, "Dan, you've been cheat, you cheater, you, you cheater. Get thrown out you of the cheated club. yourself, but it's still, it still counts. It's still cheating. It does. It does. Oh, cheating. God, this reminds me of you know, doesn't so care. Back in the day, you, I think you were there for that, Dave, when I was playing. I think it was forty k with my custodians for the first time ever, uh, and this is with their new edition and everything. And I came out of thirty k. Um, and I kept saying there were two wounds each and not until like five games in, someone goes, why are you marking one wound on them? Like, they're two wounds. They're like in 40 K they're three wounds. And I was like, Oh, yeah, I do remember shit. that. <laughs> it was yeah. like six games in. Oh man. Reading is fundamental. Oh, sh- that's sh- all it is. <laughs> it, it, it's no. one thing when we make, when, you know, 
something is new. But when you keep using it, you know, honestly, to learn rules, I usually just try to keep rereading the rules. I'm trying to think when Strength Die like would have affected anything, and honestly, I can't think of anything. Um, but probably no, not. At least yeah. you, at least you did. You nerfed yourself in the correct way instead of gave yourself the higher strength. Instead. Exactly the higher strength. Exactly. Yeah. Um. No, these are great. I like them. All right. Um. So that puts me to the headhunter kill team. Um. So it's a hundred and twenty-five points for five of these guys. Um. Let's see. So move seven. So standard move weapon skill four, but let's skill five. Otherwise, they are a closer to a vet style stat line after that with the better leadership and all. Um, I'll give you a hint. They yes. are seekers. Yeah, I was about to say, looking at it, yeah, they're just with seekers. With a bonus but it, leadership. Oh, oh, seekers are Blizzard Skill 5. I did not realize that. Yes, they are. Seekers. Oh, okay. I did not notice that. You have say you have seekers. I don't usually use it. Well, I just haven't put any of my guys together as seekers. I'm in the middle of putting a bunch of stuff together. Sadly, okay, yeah. these guys have one wound each. That makes me kind of hold hard on, hold on. They're really good, though. Keep going. I know that. I know they're good. I'm just, like, <laughs> yeah. I no always cry with good. my seekers. I go, oh, if they were veterans, they'd still be alive because they'd have two wounds. True. Yeah, actually. But um, that one wound when you have selling. a model that expensive per model, you you feel it. You feel those ones yeah. and twos in your soul. And and these guys are more because these guys are an extra five points essentially per model. Um. The starting cost is a little bit different, but the per additional is more. So for what they get, they get those Bane Strike Combi Bolters that we talked about. Um, they have Power Daggers. They have a Bolt Pistol, so they will get the extra attack. There is a single Venom Sphere on the Headhunter Prime, which is their character. Frag Cracker and Eggs with their Power Armor. They are Skirmish, which is the same exact thing as the Seeker Squad. Um, they are Relentless, which is additional. Uh, precision shots four up, which is the same as seekers. They have preferred enemies for in, uh, independent characters, which is a new thing, and also infiltrate and scout, which is um, seekers get infiltrate, but these guys can infiltrate and scout. They can take a rhino, or they can also take a dread claw, um, which is a bit different than what seekers can do. So you can take up to five more of these guys for twenty points a guy. They can take minor combi weapons for free, um, and anyone can exchange their Baintrack combi bolter for that. So I think that's really useful. They can take the Magna for five, but the minor for free is very, very nice. Um, one headhunter in the kill team can exchange his Baintrack combi bolter for either heavy bolter or take the multi melta. They are relentless, so it's no way. What? Yep. Just yeah. That's such an oh. out there option. Whoa. Yeah. Here's Whoa. my seeker. Because <laughs> they're just going to melt anyone's face. Here's my super stealthy assassin marine. He brings a yeah. tank-busting magma it's, it's, cannon. Hey, hey, Steve, it's precision shots 4 plus. That multi-meld looking 4 shot sh shoot something. Don't forget it's plus. twin length too. Oh yeah, my it's... god, it's disgusting. <laughs> you guys are actually louder when you're whispering because you got close to the mic, so it was actually more unpleasant. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> It actually and was allowed to do like, that. Yes. Oh my god! A night fight means they'll miss on ones and twos, which means that's double the chances to re-roll for a precision shot. Oh my god! Yeah, and the multi melt is a really good range too. So I, I it might be twenty points, and these guys are already you know, Worth especially it. units are always expensive. But I really like the multi melt option on them. Um, the prime can exchange his bolt pistol for plasma pistol and inferno pistol. I, 
less excited about that. Not bad, but the plasma pistol is always a chance on a one wound guy. They're just going to kill yourself. Um, uh, Headhunter Prime can also take up either a power fist or a power weapon. Uh, 10 points for the power fist, 5 points for the power weapon. He can take some melta bombs, the prime, and the prime can go to artifice or armor. Okay, I'm kind of uh, mad now. I'm kind of mad now. <laughs> because they're better than... The, no, 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 because these assholes walked over to, the, to Nocturne like, yo, salamanders, knock, knock. I need your Inferno pistols. You can't have them anymore. It's for us and the Blood Angels only. Like, they went through the entire Salamander's Legion, took every single Inferno pistol they had, and just handed them to Alpha Legion. Why? So I'm, I'm, I'm Why? going to assume that in edition, first edition, Salamander's had Inferno pistols. Yes. Okay. Every single character got them as a free swap for a plasma pistol. So when I built my Salamander's last edition at the very tail end, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go out and I'm going to source all the Inferno pistols I can find because they're hella cool. And I get my book and I look at it and I'm like, oh, it's gone. Did you ritualistically chop their hands off so that way you can make them WYSIWYG? I, 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 I... That's a no. My soul is weak. Yeah. That, hey, you know, Nah. Pain is just weakness leaving the body. So, um, <laughs> I well, do really at like least I know where they went. Yeah. Well, these guys are great. They're a little they're, squishy. They're, yes. Little they're squishy. very yes. squishy. For, for it, it's, yeah. this is the type of unit where you had to be careful throwing things on them. Like, I would take the multi melter because I think that actually is a good option. And I think precision oh, yeah. shots is nice. Them being able to. You know, they have preferred enemy character, which could be very good for, for what they have. Also, you know, if, if you need a one-off shot to help kill a vehicle or anything like that or get through something heavy, but I'd be careful with all the other options because I think you're going to make these guys real expensive real yes. fast, and there's still only one wound with a three-up save. Put them in Minor... cover for the love of God. Put them so, in a ruin. Yeah. Put them in a ruin. Get them that four-up cover save because the five-up sacks to a four-up because of the uh, skirmish special rule. Yes. So minor wombo combos that I, I, cause I want, I bought a bunch of these too. <laughs> this is a really cool, I wanted to run the right of war with these guys. Um, yeah. minor, so minor, well, first of all, I, I, you haven't mentioned this yet. I think, I mean, you mentioned it when you were listening, but you, they're all armed with power daggers too. So yes, they, yeah, have the power they, they, they can absolutely charge and strike an initiative five. Sure. It's strength three, but it's breaching five ups. You're going to be wounded on fives, but breaching on fives anyway. Um, so still good on the charge. Um, uh, minor wombo combos is taking the multi melta and then tossing in some. Um, uh, what's a combi melta? Is that a minor or a magna? I can't. Magna. Remember. That's a magna. Yeah. So tossing like one or two multi uh, the melta guns, infiltrate up and everything. They have shroud bombs, so if you go first, maybe redeploy them with the warlord trait, whatever. Point is, you get them close enough where they unload four precision shots, they get preferred enemy independent character. If the unit has a li any independent character, a librarian, a centurion, a praetor, whatever, you reroll ones against that entire unit. Because preferred they, enemy They don't have shroud bombs. If they have the, what's it called, they do? The saboteur. Yes. If, if they, if they have the saboteur. saboteur oh, so I was adding okay. the oh, apologies. That's fine. Because you, I remember Steve telling me about adding the saboteur. That's why I was laughing. Um, sorry. So without saboteur, no shroud bombs. But um, 
toss in a couple melted guns, multi melted, and then if you shoot the unit with the independent character, you're still rolling ones. Because it, it's preferred to be an independent character, the independent characters in the unit, so you still reroll ones to get that unit, which is really good. You have melted guns rerolling one, and you have a multi multi that's twin linked. You're gonna get precision shot four up, and now that Praetor has to take invulnerable saves against an instant kill weapon. Um, I don't mind a magna or I don't know one or maybe two for that purpose if you want to do that, but I do think then. I mean, again, they're called a headhunter kill team, but I think you are changing a little bit of maybe design. Although these guys are Bane Strike Combi Bolters instead of the normal Nemesis style Bolter or Kraken Bolters or anything like that. So you can absolutely have them fill a little bit of a different way than Seekers. I, Seekers kind of are trying to fill the same purpose, but these guys might just go a little bit more, um, you know, a little more hard at it, I will say. Hell, if you have 20 and then Han, is it each, any model in the unit? So you give the multi-melta to any one dude, so that's 20, and then 20 is 40. So we're looking at what, 180, 185. 185 gets you four melta guns and one multi-melta. Well, what? Right? No. So one guy gets the multi-melta. Okay, that's 20 points. So that's 145, right? And then you okay. get four more melted guns. So 20 more points. So that's 40. 40 plus 125 is, oh, 165. Oh, it's cheaper. There than it I, is. Oh, Jesus Christ, it's even cheaper. Oh, yeah, but that's that's four melted guns. Artificer armor, 175, because you know you have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, that's 165, 175 for four melted guns and a twin-linked multi-melta. That's precision shotting on a four-up. Uh, and those four melt guns are re-rolling ones if they're shooting that independent character squad. Yeah, just don't, don't roll on the knife yeah. turns. Don't roll two or three because <laughs> all roll, those don't roll magnus, shit. <laughs> yeah, all those magnus are going to do. <laughs> I like how you say, "Don't roll shit." Well, no, I, uh, it, it's not necessarily bad, but if it's a one-shot weapon, you're obviously going to remember many more times when it doesn't. Yes. On four guys, you essentially, you know one to two of them re-rolling ones is nice but you're looking on average of between one to two of them then so half of them are going to on do nothing threes? half of them are gonna it's we're talking early turns it's night fighting remember they hit on threes oh yeah oh sorry the blizzard skill five okay it's even five on threes. so you're looking at uh, that makes it better still three hits. you still that's, have that's... a shot at about one or so of them like but remember you know. multi-melters are twin linked yeah oh no I, the multi-melter I'm, I'm all in for it's the Magna Combi weapons that I'm much more particular about because for a one-shot weapon, at least they're cheap. They're only five points on these guys. But a one-shot weapon that, again, yeah, I roll that two or something, I roll, I want, or I roll the one, then I roll another one or two. I, I somewhat feel a waste. I'm I'm not big on combi weapons currently that only are I one-shot. I re-roll ones on the wound with preferred enemy. Okay. So the that, that, actually, that does help a lot more. Because that is true, because there's always that chance that you roll the one to wound. So getting the reroll of one there is actually very big, too. All right, I've, I've changed a little bit. I wouldn't put on all of them, per se, but I would absolutely throw Oh, just one way of using them. Uh, so yeah. the person who ran these, because I never built them. Of course, I sold them to someone else before I built them. You the did. person that ran these, um, I think it was just they ran it with a multi-melta and just normal bolters. And he just used it as a tactical squad sergeant killer. Um. Because the bolter still breached on a six, right? So the multi-melta yeah. would shoot, 
possibly still kill the sergeant or kill the apothecary that had it. Um, and then they would put the the bolters if they if they precision shot because it's I think they're two shots uh, twin linked. No, uh, no it's, stra- it's just rapid fire. Yeah, it's a rapid so fire nine weapon. inches. Okay, so it's it's they're twin linked still. I do know that they're twin linked. Um, are in- yes, they are. The, the combi bolters bolter? are. The combi bolter version is. Not oh, the combi bolter is not the actual. Um. Although they do have combis, so we can yeah, them. they have a combi, so it is. There's our strike itself is not. Yeah, I'm picturing the model in my head, and it's the over under. So it's not the like the typical side by side combi setup. Oh no, no. Okay, like the Terminators have it side by side. These guys have it over under. Yeah, these are the combi yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. So no, they do re-roll their hits. Yeah. All right. The more we talk about these guys, the more I do like them overall. I would still be careful not to throw too much stuff at them because remember, your opponent gets to make yeah, exactly. plays as I well. I would buff them, but for 165 for melta guns, not bad. Or just for what? 145 with a multi-melta and still a twin-linked bolter that breaches on a six. Precision shot four, yeah. still good. Still good. Oh yeah, I just pulled them up. Yeah, the bolters are weird because it is the Oh, you know, they said over, under, not side by side. That's a little weird, but... I like it better, though. I like it a lot better. It's less clunk, more... I don't know. Sleeker. It's sleeker and sexier. Yeah. <laughs> My issue is that it's harder to notice that it is a combi. Because I usually... Usually the easiest way I tell people when I'm teaching them the game is how many copies of the weapon do you see? If it's more than one, it's twin link. A combi bolter is very easy to see that there's two of them slapped together. The over-under might just look like a different gun if you didn't know what you're looking for. Um, that is fair. All right. Why don't we get to some of these characters? So there's a total of three Exodus. characters. I'm guessing that's the one that you want is Exodus. Yeah, I'll take Dinette because yep. I love the man. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'll take those guys. So for anyone following along, we're going to go through Dinette first because he's the one in the book. And then we're going to go into the legacies because that's where the other two are. All right. Um, so. so Dan can go over Dinette if he's done breathing into his microphone. I'm not breathing. Oh, you're oh, probably doing Exodus. Uh, oh, is it the order backwards? He is next is by right? pages, yeah. Oh, he's next by pages? We're yep. going to do Dynac because I already wrote down the number, and then we'll go to Exodus. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> yep. All right, so Dynat. Dynat's 185 points, which is middling for a character. A little bit higher than normal, but about middling for a normal character. Uh, his stats are... I, I don't know his... Okay, so weapon skill 6 is higher than a... Pra- no, no, that's Praetor. No, yeah, that's Praetor. Praetor physics bit. skill 5 is Praetor. 3 wounds is Praetor. Actually, I think it's Praetor. Yeah, it's Praetor stat line. So oh, okay. okay. Getting to the stat line I'm now. So used to like the sure. ones that are always in between that it drives me up the wall. So he, he has Praetor stat line. And so he's got the bolt, a bolt pistol. Yeah, exactly. Yay, who gives a shit? Uh, the Prince, the Prophet. One Venom Spear. <laughs> they Every character gets it. Yay. Uh, one Phosphex Bomb, which is interesting. Artifice your armor. Iron Halo. So he's got that 2 up, 4 up. Frag grenades and crack grenades, the normal. Uh, he's a master of the Legion, so you could take a right of war with him. He's an independent character. Relentless precision strikes four up, not precision shots, precision strikes. Hmm, interesting. Weapon master and his warlord trait is the harrowing, another great warlord trait. So the harrowing 
is at the start of the battle, before any models are deployed by either player, the controlling player of any army whose warlord is Armillus Dynat may choose to select three friendly units composed entirely of models with the Alpha Legion special rule and infantry unit and give all those models in the unit infiltrate, scout, or counterattack one. In addition, you get an additional movement phase reaction. So you choose three units that are infantry and Alpha Legion, and now they are infiltrate, scout, or counterattack. Meaning, in the old list I had, Dave, the reason I had 30 Linnaean Terminators was I had 30 Linnaean Terminators infiltrating or scouting. I can't remember if it was scout or infiltrate that I was doing them with. Ah. Uh, yes. You you do enjoy your, your spam of uh, of different styles. It's very different. It's, it's to everyone's benefit because when there's three sat lines for Dan to know, the odds he actually remembers them goes up dramatically. You know, you got a real good point there, Steve. You really Shut do. Up. <laughs> um, no, this was a really fun. I did this with. I was going to do this with. It, it just. It's so much fun to do. I love this warlord trait. Um, giving an infantry unit infiltrate scout or counterattack. Even counterattack's not bad. I should point out counterattack's great. It's but giving. It's phenomenal if you have any like you know actual combat units like exactly yeah. Remember, remember your fire drakes that you cough cough borrowed from the salamanders are now alpha Ooh. legions, and they're infantry. <laughs> exactly. How do you like scouting fire drakes? <laughs> yeah. Did you even think of that? Did you? How do you like scouting? Um, what's the what's the word bearers? Uh, stupid unit. Um, Galvorbach. Galvorback. How do you like scouting Galvorback? How do you like scouting? Like, or in, how do you like counterattack um, Deathwing? Or no, your Deathwing Knights probably need scout more because they need movement. Yeah, this this is. Mm. All right. Now there was a debate before I move on. I don't know if mm. this includes their dedicated vehicle. It says friendly units composed entirely of models with the Legion of Stardust special rule and infantry. I don't think it includes the dedicated vehicle, right? I Well, if the unit has no. the rule and they have a dedicated transport, the transport has the rule. Okay. So that's yeah. even so the sexy I, I think they get it. Mm. I think they get it. Mm. Best character. Best character ever. I'm totally not biased. No. Best no, character. Not even remotely, but okay. <laughs> uh when it so weapon master when attacking during the assault phase he may choose to split his attacks between any of the weapons he has declare which attacks he's used so that's it's just basic weapon master is he he splits his attacks between the weapons uh and you have to choose this before his attacks are rolls so um the weapons listed are, are power weapons it's the prince and the prophet there's okay so the prince the prince's strength user so strength four ap3 melee rending six up power sword power sword yeah the prophet is strength nine ap2 melee unwieldy thunder strike how the thunder strike is what makes this kind of weird if any if an enemy model that does not have the vehicle unit subtype suffers one or more hits regardless of whether those hits result in wounds from the prince then our millis dynat may make one attack with the prophet in addition to any other attacks he made with the weapon in initiative step one so you can toss in some attacks with the power sword and then bop him with the with the uh the the thunder hammer it's a stronger thunder hammer i think right strength nine yeah because normal thunder hammers just double your strength oh but it's not concussive or brutal so no but um so yeah you just bop him with the prophet uh with one attack makes um, sense a horse cry because it's still doubling them out yes it, it is yes it does um and it's, remember it's precision strikes four up i should point out 
I don't think you want to put him in a challenge, um, have someone else assess the challenge. And what you could do is you could remember precision strike into the challenge or into anyone you want. And then the profit, if you roll well, if you roll that 50, 54 up, you just bop someone with the profit, which I want to say is a thunder hell. I got to look at the model. It is a thunder hammer. Okay. It is It's a fancy thunder hammer. So yeah, you, it's he's got precision strikes. So you roll with the power sword, you hit something, hopefully, (laughs) this is assuming you hit something. Um, and then you get one attack with a thunder hammer, or you just throw all your attacks with thunder hammers and hope and pray. Um, he's just a good, he's solid character. The way you're going to split the attacks depends on what you're facing. If you're facing things where an AP three is good enough. Okay. Yeah. You're not going to be wounding on twos. But you don't mind throwing a few Prince strikes at them if they're in normal Space Marine armor. They're three up safe. So that way, you know, maybe I'll split it to be... How many attacks is he normally? Four. Uh, four? He might be five. Hold on. Yeah, he's four. Uh, I looked at no, he's but four. Specialist. He's got a bolt pistol and, speci- and the Prince Prophet are not specialist. So five. Okay, so he's got five. Okay. So he's five attack space. Let's not think about the charge for a second. So five attack space. If he's five attack space, I don't mind doing... Again, if it's not Terminator units, I don't mind doing two at, you know, AP three and then three of them for the profit for essentially a special Thunderhammer. Because one, on two swings, I should get the extra. So now I'm on four. And also, it can be very useful to kind of get a few strikes in before um, because the other weapon is unwieldy. So there might be a problem if you have to wait for a while. Mm -hmm. So he is good. Um, he is not the end all be all that Dan said, but that's because Dan started building the army. So he gets a really, uh, really into certain things. Yes. Yes. I did build this army. All right. And, uh, when I spoke before, I said it was the only one character in the book. I forgot that Exodus was here. He wasn't in my notes. I have, I have it reversed. Everyone forgets so that Exodus is here. You know, he's so secret. You don't even know. That's the thing, Dave. Apparently not. Um, but my notes were the other way. So even though we went out of order of the book, just for my own uh, sanity sake of editing, we go in the order that my notes are, whatever that may be. But uh, Steve wanted to talk about Exodus, the assassin, the one who is many. Who is this guy? Tell me all about him. Uh, I I wish I could tell you. All we know <laughs> is that he's 165 points. Okay. He has move seven, weapon skill five. Ballistic skill six, slats twos with a reroll for sixes. Strength four and toughness four. Three wounds, five initiative, three attacks, nine leadership, and a three up save. We know he ha- he carries a bolt pistol, power dagger, a tool called the instrument. He wears power armor with and refractor field. He carries but a single venom sphere, melta bombs, frag crack grenades, and shroud bombs. He's some Here's sort of way to get shroud bombs. Well, well, you say that, but he, he, can, o- he can only join recon squads and they already have them. Or headhunters, actually. So yeah, he can join them. Okay. That's another way there to get headhunters some. Um, you know, he's an alpha legionnaire. He's an independent character. He's relentless. He's a pathfinder that, for anyone who doesn't come across it often, is ignore dangerous terrain tests or auto-pass dangerous terrain. He has moved through cover, so he's not slowed down by difficult terrain. He has a rule called the Hidden Hand. He's a lone killer. He's shrouded five up, He ha- and he has the Assassin's Eye. But most interestingly, he is not unique. No. No, he's not. Well, his name is the one who is many, so... 
This absolutely. So yeah, I, exactly. I saw a point that out. So this is, is the, so this is the traitor legion with no traitor warlord traits. The one legion whose primarch is not bound to a side, and they have a character that's not unique. These guys are wild, man. I love them. This so is, let's get into some of these rules. They're fun. So we got Lone Killer. Um, Exodus can never be the compulsory HQ, only non-compulsory HQs. He can never be the Warlord and may not join any units except recon squads and headhunter kill teams. The Assassin's Eye. When he makes a shooting attack, the range is not restricted or affected by night fighting rules, shroud bombs, or any other special rule. In addition, if takes penalties to his BS from night fighting or special rules, always makes the hit rolls with his full skill, and including snapshots, by the way, and no Mominix may take shrouded rolls to negate wounds inflicted by the attacks. Um, he shoot good, essentially. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, he has the hidden hand. When deploying this guy into the battlefield, you can place him in any position as long as he's within area terrain or at least nine away from enemy models if he's not within area terrain, regardless of line of sight or proximity of enemy models. If he's deployed in reserve after the first turn, Maintained from any battlefield edge, chosen by the controlling player. If he joins the unit during deployment, he does not get the special rule, but instead gets scout and infiltrate. But only if that unit has those rules. This is, I think verbatim, the same rule that one Raven Guard character had. You know the one, the um, the more attack guy. Um, mm. Pretty much, yeah. It might have been a little bit different, but it's pretty close to it. While you talk about it, I'll pull up the Raven Guard yep. guy. And I believe that, that debate returns of can he deploy into close combat or not? No, he can't. No, no that's ridiculous. <laughs> if Dan says it's ridiculous, that tells you all you need to know. <laughs> oh, that guy Man, was in the uh, legend. No, he wasn't in the main book, was he? No, he was no, in he was um, the, uh, Legends. 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 Uh, or Legacies. Legacies. All right. Well, Talk well, about, about this, this instrument, uh, Steve. Yeah, this war gear. The, the instrument. The amazing shot. It's an auto weapon for rules that affect it. It has two profiles. You pick which time you fire it. Um, any reaction shots must be the rapid shot profile. Rapid shot. Range 24. Strength, a casual 7. AP, a measly 2. Assault, only 3. It's only got Sunder and Pinning. Jesus. <laughs> and then it's got Execution Shot, which has a 72-inch range. Strength, 7. AP, 1. Just in case two wasn't cutting it for you. Heavy one, sniper, sunder, pinning, deadly aim. If you have not moved, you give it brutal two. Oh my god. Yep. The kill shot, baby. Oh my that is god. The kill shot. I, I love both profiles, by the way. This the sniper profile is your normal. You know, I pick out the sergeant, maybe, give it brutal two. Now you don't have a sergeant or apothecary. You still get your feel no pains because it's not strength eight, but you know, kind of cool. But rapid shot's still scary. Strength seven AP two with pinning, assault three. Eesh. Um, for the Raven Guard, the Moratat, yes, he has essentially the same rule. His ballistic skill is what he wants it to be at all times. Oh, I was talking about the hidden hand rule. Uh oh yeah, hidden oh sorry, yeah, his uh the hidden hand. Oh, let me see if that one. That's one's the deployment one. I know that one's the same one. Oh, Bestial Stalker. Um, yes, he has the same one. So they are very, very similar, except their weapons are different. 
Yeah, Otherwise, they even have the ill omen. Six shooters. One's got the sniper rifle from hell. Yes, they're very. Too very bad similar. you can't take unique characters. You can't steal unique characters for Alpha because well, I would there, love. There's to a reason why they don't let you do that. Although, wait, you can ally him in. Fuck, screw it. <laughs> ally That's him right. in, and now, and now you have the the duo. I mean, if Exodus wasn't Alpha Legion, you could make him Alpha Legion, but he's already Alpha Legion, so he is Alpha Legion. Yeah. I did actually, I'm pretty sure when I played someone with Alpha Legion, this is the guy they were running. Because I remember him going through it. Because obviously at the time, I I didn't have this book. I didn't have it all in front of me. He's like, you know, yeah, this guy shows up where he wants. Um, he can shoot however he wants. And you can't do anything about it. I was like, cool. And then he killed my uh, library. I think, I'm pretty sure it was my library in like the first shot. And then afterwards, I he had him in a bad spot. So I was able to kill him. But like, I did a lot of good. He is, he is a scary guy. Pretty sure this was the guy I was going against. No, just overall fun. You know what he reminds me of? He's like the um, oh, Ravenguard guy. We already talked about. This. No, 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 no. No, he is. Assassin. Um, Vindicare. He reminds yeah. me of the Vindicare assassin. Oh, he absolutely. He, yeah. he essentially is. Really, when you look at what he does. So cool. So damn cool. Yeah. All right. Um. If we have nothing further on him, we have one more character left. Um, Ottilian Score. That's what I'm going to say his name is. Um, so this guy is 125 points. He's a Consul Delgadis of the Alpha Legion. That is his The role. original Delgadis, as a matter of oh, fact. Look at that. wise Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, he was a Forge exclusive, like event exclusive model. Oh, um, really? Yeah. So oh, he, shit, yeah, so they came out with this guy and they're like, okay, so, you know, he's like, you know, here on behalf of Alpharia, so he gets, you know, the, the command, so he gets to be master of the Legion, but in, you know, smaller arenas of battle. And they said, hey, that's a cool rule, let's make a generic version of it. They did the same thing with um, Narek Draeger, the Iron Warrior, and the Legion mm. Pravian. Okay, that's really cool. So um, there is a model, you just can't buy it. I would say, so it's cool they did it, but then if you can't get it, I, I hate that. I hate That's why he's in Legacies. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, they just didn't put him back out again. Yeah, honestly, overall, I really don't like when they do that sort of thing. I think it's very counterproductive. Like, it's cool if you happen to be in it at the time, but if you're not, then you lose out. And I think that's a really bad feeling. All right. Yeah, because they have the other ones. All right, let's talk about this guy so he has a centurion stat line that's not surprising since essentially it's talking about him being like a bell goddess um so he you're doing something over there dan i can hear you sorry no sorry yeah that's all right um he's got a bolt pistol uh rhyme shard which we'll go through what that is um artificer armor frank crack grenades he got a refractor field so I said, similar to what a Centurion has, some of those pieces. He has, of course, some special a special weapon, which we'll go through. Um, he is unique. Not surprised. Uh, he's an independent character, but he's also a Master of the Legion. He has Honor of the Legion, and he has his own Warlord trait. And he is a traitor. So this is like the first character we looked at that actually defines the role. Um, if he's your Warlord, he gets Desperate for Glory. And what it says is, on game turn one, Score has field no paint six up, increases the five up in turn two, and four up for game three, and so on for the rest of the battle. So he gets field no pain better and better 
up to a four up. In addition, the controlling player of any army with a Tillian score as its warlord may select one phase of the start of the battle before any models are deployed into the battlefield. During the chosen phase of their opponent's turn, his and any unit he has joined may make a reaction without expending any of the army's reaction allotment as long as he's not been removed as a casualty. So it's a it's nice. It's a little less forgiving as some of the other ones but essentially his unit will get one extra reaction per round but you have to pick before the game starts what phase you want it in his honor the legion once per battle at the start of any of the controlling players turns this rule can be activated once it's activated take a leadership test for using the leadership characteristic of 10 if passed then all friendly units that are pinned or falling back and have at least one model that can see him immediately rally and are long, no longer pinned or falling back Ooh. and act normal. Is that a normal Delgadis thing? Or no? Yes. Right now. Okay. Yeah, the, I don't, the Delgadis I don't has, them, a so once, has a once per game unpin everyone within a certain range and line of sight? Range? I forget. It's called Rally the Legion. I got that part. Okay. Let me see if I can find it real quick. I have it here. Uh, oh, right. So how is it different? Um, you do take a leadership test for the model. So notice his says you take it on 10 and he is only leadership nine. So essentially a normal though goddess makes the roll on a nine. He makes his on a 10. Um, and then otherwise it's identical. So he essentially just gets it a little bit better. And for his weapon, uh, Rimshard, it's power weapon, strength plus one, AP two, melee, unwieldy, and mastercrafted. So overall, overall for it's a someone power axe. Yeah, yeah. For for someone who is at 125 points at a low points, reasonably low points cost for a Del, essentially a Delgadis, that's actually really good because a normal power axe would be more, and I don't need, or not as much, but I don't know how much it would be to mastercraft. Uh, Can they mastercraft it? No, they can't. Nope. Yeah, the yeah so Adela Goddess is like a 15-point upgrade. The Power Axe is another 10 points. There's uh, 25. No, 15, no? Uh, 15 for a Power Weapon. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, on a Centurion. You could tell They're I more expensive. I, All their stuff's expensive. I run my guys so stock, it's not even funny. But they're yeah. also all going to die in battle anyway, so why bother outfitting them? Oh, yeah, Goddesses. Like, either they have points. a chainsword and bolt pistol or they have a thunder hammer. I don't have any in-betweens in my armies. But, um, okay. So so, then... so essentially, compared to base Delegatus, the base Delegatus with um, at least a, a power axe, um, everything else would be fine. Just based on that would be 110. So this guy's 15 extra points for getting himself feel no pain if he's your warlord. Getting a little bit better of the unpinning people, yeah, and I, I, you know, I guess just fitting your legion. So dope. Yeah, it's one of the ones where it's like it's there. It's 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 cooler than the generic, but it's not like game breakingly like, oh my god, why did you not take no. him? And I appreciate that in a named character. Yeah, and he's honestly probably right about the points because if you add it in for the master crafted, that's probably worth ten or eleven, you know, ten, fifteen points somewhere in that sort of range. So he's mm -hmm. honestly costed identical to what you would put his role at if he didn't have a special name. Yup. So I like him. Some of the other ones are more fun because they're more interesting, but he's oh, just a good all around character. One thing he can't do. 
What can he do? He can't take a Venom Sphere because he's unique. No, he does not get a Venom Sphere. Oh, what a loss. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Hey, that freebie. Sucks. Hey, that's worth 10 points. That would have made up the rest of the points this guy is. So he's the only character with that one. I guess that's what happens when you get put in a special book. All right. Um, that gets us through everything for Alpha Legion. So um, in in these final thoughts, I also want us to mention what, it, you know, for Wards of Treachery, what unit is it that we want to be taking with? So, Dan, these were your Legion for a short time while they were in the mail, and then they stopped being yours. But still, um, tell us your thoughts. Um, you want to start with the, the choice of squad? Or, oh, or, or I don't or... care which way you start. Well, let's start with overall Easy thoughts. For me. Um, overall thoughts, that this is why I chose them. This is why I bought them. I'm still, I don't regret selling them, but I also, like, if I want to start a Legion, this is, I'm still, this is probably still going to be my number one. They're as tricky as can be. Um, I like their play style a lot. You know, uh, I mean, people probably already guessed this from listening to the podcast. My play style is very much. Pull back from the mic. Uh, oh, my play style is very yeah. much um, uh, shock and awe, kind of. You know, I play Ogres. I play Mechanicum, big models. I play Custodies, big models. I play very much shock and awe. Um, or I used to play White Scars, which also used to be, you know, moving around, shock and all. This is very much different to the playstyle I'm used to, and I like it. It's very much tricksy. Um, I love their advanced reaction so much. It's so – you can be so troll with it. I love their special units. The name Terminators are great. Uh, the Head Hunters are great, especially when we talk about the Rights of War later. Um, and I love their special characters. Their special characters are not overpowered. They're not, you know, you're not bad for not taking them, but they're also good if you take them. Um, and if I chose a unit, oh man, it's one unit. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Yeah, want rewards to, of now. treachery gives. Yeah, you no, one I know unit. it's so fucking yeah. hard. And, and, um, and what okay, I will back. say is, you know, we're picking one, and this is going to be our own personal thought. It might not be the best yeah. unit overall to do this with, but it's like the unit that comes to mind that you're like, you know what, mm, these guys yeah. might be interesting doing this. The the first two that came to mind, or the first three, I guess, were always it was a melee unit. So it was between Fire Drakes, um, the Cenobium, or um, oh god, I can't remember the hell that it was a World Eaters unit, the uh, crazy Terminator melee unit. Um, Red Butchers. Red Butchers, yes. It was between those three, and honestly, because again, these guys, they're very tricky. They got a lot of shooting shenanigans they can do. Um, but they're kind of lacking in the first punch melee unit. Um, and so I would love to like stick a unit of, let's say, Red Butchers in there. If you shoot them, then they port forward 12 inches, possibly. Or you put a unit of uh, Fire Drakes in there, and now they port forward 12 inches. It's just, you know, it's nuts. And then stick a guy with Trod Bombs in there. And now you're minus six inch, minus eight inches to shoot them. Yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 they're just overall such a cool legion to play, and it, it, the fact that they can steal a non-unique unit from someone, um, it's just it opens up so many stupid levels of things you can do. It's not even funny. All right, uh, Steve, thoughts as well as a unit choice. Their rules are so their rules, their units just build so well into that idea of the assassination strike. Um, they are what the firing wishes they were. Yeah. 
That's um, so true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to all my Dark yeah. Angels people out there, but yeah, Alpha Legion do it better. Um, uh, Headhunters are just phenomenal. I I don't think I leave home without them if I ran Alpha Legion. I really don't because they just have everything. Like they actually have everything. They have tank hunting with the multi melt if they need to tank hunt. If not, great. You're gonna cap someone's warlord turn one with it. Um. Their characters are cool. Exodus is nuts. And even beyond all their specialist stuff, I mean, there's still Space Marines that you're running. They just happen to be a little bit sneakier. Um, So, in a one-on-one fight, you're probably going to lose, but that's not why you're playing Alpha Legion. You don't play those one-on-one fights. (laughs) You cheat. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, As for what units I take, for just pure brutality, I'm really, really thinking about those those damn ultramarine squads. Suzerains. Oh, That's exactly I who I pulled up. Either Suzerains yep. or the um, the Terminators, the Fulmentaris Terminators. Those are also yeah. nuts because stupid AP two brutal two missiles. Get out! Get out of here! But yeah, um, listen. If someone had to steal my Iron Havocs. I mean, my uh, Siege Tyrants, I'd rather it was the Alpha Legion than the Ultramarines. Um, yeah. And um, Iron, actually, Iron Hat, uh, not Iron, uh, what was the really good heavy support special squad? The, um, oh, the uh, Sun Killers? Star- Sun yes. Killers might be yep, Sun Killers. too. See, Dan's like, I need close combat units. I'm like, what's like insane ranged firepower I could add to this for the long range battle? Because short, like short, medium range, short to medium range, Alpha Legion has it down pat. And they have a really great sniper option in Exodus. But they don't don't have like (laughs) built in long range combat. And that's what I'm like, how do I add more of that? Exactly. I was going to say, notice how we're both completely different and they both work. That's what I like about Alpha Legion. Literally, you could could add anything you want from anyone and it works. (laughs) So uh, what I would picture is take a bunch of generic units for the close combat fighting. Steel units for long range fighting and slip in the true Alpha Legion guys like in the middle to just pick out targets. Mm, I like that. Okay. So, um, one, I think these guys overall have a very nice paint scheme. Um, I think you can, you can go for very simple with some like, sort of teals and all those sorts of colors. Or, I mean, there's a lot of people out there now who make color shifting paint. Um, Vallejo has aligned. Uh, they call it uh, the shifters. There, there's a variety of other ones out there. There's turbo think, dork. Some guys around me use. Yep. Um, yep. Turbo even dork some like craft store paints have decent color shift. You have to build yes. it up over a few layers, but you could absolutely like go to Michaels and find them. Yep. I use scale. Stuff scale has aligned. Yep. Um, there's a lot of people who have it, so I, I think these guys work perfectly into that sort of shifting color. Um, so one, I, I think they just look good overall. Two. They, they don't have a lot in terms of units, um, and that includes characters. But the ones they have are very, very flavorful. More so than some of these other legions we've seen, where it kind of feels like, oh, it's this guy with a little bit of a change. Like, even their headhunters, okay, they kind of look like seekers, but they give them enough variety that they feel like they can do a lot. Overall, I really do like them. I think they have a very nice legion trait. Again, it's a nice. It's one you're going to have to remember constantly, because your opponent is going to forget. And you are probably going to forget the first few games when you're measuring a range and it turns out you really shouldn't have been able to hit because you were just at the line of it. So if you're playing these guys, 
write it on a write it on an index card and put it in your wherever you're rolling your dice so that we always remember when he's about when you're about to do when they're about to do something to you oh wait no, oh yeah no you missed it you're too far away or something because it's super easy to forget in that game i played against the guy i'm not sure either of us remembered other than a few random increments that that was the case because it's a super easy rule to forget um for what i would pick honestly i was going back and forth if you want close combat i like the suzerains if you don't want close combat i want sun killers um because to me those are sort of best of the both worlds so i would pick one or the other depending on the build out i do agree with steve though this army feels like it can handle the closer range easier than the far because they don't have that good dedicated long so i might lean more heavily into the long range um this is also a great legion if you have an ally or want an ally because one one of the warlord traits uses allies but also two you could just be playing with a special unit of your ally while you build up the rest of the army to give it something that you can do more with you could start with like the fun unit so um now these guys are are quite good it it took us a while to get to this point it took us a very good long time but that does mean we actually now have went over every single legion um, we still have a couple rights Woo! of war to do i know right uh it's it, it's a project and we have this i've mentioned this before so one comment wise especially on the youtube if you have thoughts of other things you want to hear obviously leave comments we're always interested to see what people want to want us to talk about uh, we'd like to start doing some more just like normal conversations here and there we'd like to talk about maybe you know i know you two went to an event talk about that kind of stuff other other action other pieces about it i know there's been at least a request at minimum to talk about some lords of war and stuff so i know some people want to hear just more thoughts about units um we will do more of that but i think we want to kind of talk about some other stuff for a moment at least a little but we'll see but if you have thoughts about what you want to hear about let us know now the rest of the rights of war the hope is that they will be out you know shortly after this at least you know i don't know a few days or or by early next week of time of recording um but we, we you know we'll, we'll see but the hope is to kind of finish that out that it's all said and done we can take a collective breath and then figure out what we want to do from here um may, maybe we'll get into talking about those primarchs because i want to i want to tier them i want to decide who's the best because i think that sounds fun and it will be divisive and i love that i want i want a choice that's going to make dan, dan angry for where we put someone i don't know who it'll be but someone somewhere as long as we all collectively agree Dorn goes on, actually no sorry I was gonna say Dorn goes on the bottom but that's not true no it's actually no, it's lore not. guard that goes on the bottom and then Dorn right above him but only barely <laughs> um I want to do that I do want to kind of rank legions I want to do it in two different ways or or kind of have it be a 50 50 split of are they cool or not and are they good or not because those are two very different things some of these legions are really neat and and the things that they put in there do not excite us as you can tell so I, i'd like to do some of that because i think that's just fun um and it, it leads to interesting conversations of people telling us we're wrong and that's fine you are allowed to disagree with us i think it's great when people do um anything else further on these guys then for the moment gentlemen um check under your bed at night to make sure that the alpha legion aren't hiding out they're they're everywhere apparently 
Also, if All you right. can elect the Space Marines, congratulations on your new Alpha Legion army. <laughs> yeah. That was always the sort of thing like you can just call anyone Alpha Legion because like, hey, they're undercover. Yeah, they look like these guys. And and they do stuff like that. Absolutely, it's a real thing. Um, they also, I would say, out of the box, they're not bad out of the box. This is a Legion that doesn't require a lot of super special types of guys. Um, you know, headhunters, you could kind of try to make some of them out of the box, but you could start with some basic stuff and, and get some distance. Unlike some of these legions that really want jump packs or bikes or any of that. Like the, these guys just they want dudes. They know that's what they really want. So all right. I think that will end it for us tonight on the Alpha Legion. All right, and that'll do it for us tonight. Um, as always, I do want to thank everyone who does listen. Remember, we're available on any podcatcher that you use. And we also put up these videos all on YouTube. In particular, right now, our Rights of War YouTube exclusives. When this is all done, and I actually have some free time, <laughs> whenever that may occur, I'd like to put something out on uh, for the pod apps as well. But we're going to see how exactly that works out. Um, remember, it does really help us for any likes and subscribes, those sort of things. Um, we have had great growth, honestly, overall. And it really does help us do a lot. Um, if you do have any questions, obviously you can always leave comments there. We do look through them. I try to look through them as often as I can. Sometimes I only get to a few times a week, but I try to get to them very often. The other two guys do look them over as well. You can also always send an email to us. It's terrainkickersnj at gmail.com. Um, and the hope is that soon we're going to have some other platforms um, for this as well, like trying to put together a, a Facebook slash those sort of accounts that Dan's going to handle because he's enjoys doing that stuff i don't really do a whole lot of social media but we, we want to be able to do that open up our discord a, a few other options because there has been some requests and i think it's just you know a nice and fun thing to be able to do to interact with people i really liked using that so we are getting there part of it just depends on uh a lot of it is my free time which this weekend is a little bit rough but i would like to get a few of those things put together to be able to launching that sort of stuff next week all right i think i've gone on long enough for this so on behalf of everyone here at the show, have some good hobbying and some great gaming.